Good morning. Happy Friday, December 6th. Cody Jansen with you on 12 Ounce Sports. It's World Hockey Report Live, show brought to you by Seat Giant. Whenever you're looking to buy tickets, you got to go to seatgiant.ca.com. Doesn't matter where you are, they're going to hook you up with the best prices. And of course, you're going to save money for being a 12 Ounce Sports radio listener. Use the promo code 12OZSports and you will save money on your next ticket buying purchase. Easy as that, seatgiant.ca, seatgiant.com. It's World Hockey Report. Cody, coming to you live right now on the 12-Ounce Sports Radio Network. We will be joined in a bit by, of course, the co-host, co-pilot, Adam Ehrman-Trout. He's going to join us to talk some Team Canada World Juniors. Preliminary roster comes out. Maybe a few notables missed off. Maybe a few dub guys get the snub. Hey, it happens. We're also going to talk a few teams on five-game heaters. Yeah, you heard that one right. The Washington Capitals, the Colorado Avalanche, and a surprise third team. Not sure you'll get it, but hey, if you guess it, let me know. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm on Jenner31, 12-ounce sports, of course. And hey, new Twitter account. We're going to talk with Adam about it. They hate us. They hate us because they ain't us. Or however that one goes. But yeah, World Hockey RPT did get banned. I don't even know why they're saying inappropriate conduct. We had to file an appeal. Who actually knows? Kind of frustrating, though. So you know what? We're starting over. It's World Hockey RPT 2. Got that set up. I mean, hey, hopefully that's where you're watching from, or 12-Ounce Sports, wherever it is, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. We appreciate it, of course. Hope you're supporting our sponsors as well. They do make the show possible. So, yeah, we do have some beef with Twitter going on, but we're going to start fresh. We will prevail, no matter how much they hate us. So, yeah, if you want to guess, that third team... Who's on a five-game winning streak? Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at World Hockey RPT Two. It's a curveball for you. I wonder how many people have tweeted the old account. I still, we still get like email like notifications and stuff that people are trying to contact us. So we do apologize if we're not answering your DMs or, or tweets or anything. We're not trying to be jerks. Twitter's trying to be jerks. Twitter's the one you should be mad at, not us. Not us. At all. Also, Adam can probably attest to this as he was at the oil game where they laid an egg against Vancouver. Wednesday night against Ottawa. Oh boy. That was not pretty. That was a tough one. They started out good. And you know what everyone goes, well, you know, why they start out so good and then they got bad? Well, you know what? Being at the game, I saw a few things. We are going to break that one down. You got to give Craig Anderson some credit, though. He's got five shutouts against the Oilers. He's now beat them like 27 times. Or It's a crazy number. Let me tell you that. It is wild. And Andy's just got their number. The Sens, they've won six straight in Edmonton. They know how to play them. They know how to shut down their top guys. And the Sens don't get enough credit for some of their young guns. I know we've had Matt Nafe on a few times. Tried to get him on today. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it doesn't work like that. They got a few pit bulls up front. 
That JG Pajot, oh my goodness. This guy can do it all. Tyler Ennis had three points against the Oilers. That's impressive. So we will get to that, break that down a little bit more. Are we seeing the old Oilers come back? I kind of, you see it a little bit, which is scary. You just never know exactly what Oilers team you're going to get. And if they're not getting carried by McDavid and Dreisaitl, they're not winning hockey games. It's as simple as that. Hey, the other team down south, of course, we're in Alberta. So you want to look down in Cowtown. Well, Milan Lucic. Did you see that goal? He scored. Toby Reader scored. Flames beat the Sabres last night. They're not exactly starting to heat up. But you can definitely tell the mojo's changed a little bit. Since Bill Peters has been gone. Watching the highlights on TV here. You got that Morazic thornton incident again. Those two just stabbing at each other with their sticks. Punching each other a little bit. Morazic went for a flop. And yeah, he's known for it. It's a European goaltender. No one's going to sugarcoat it. They're the worst for it. Look at Markstrom. Do you remember? Hey, this is a World Hockey Report. We're going to talk about anything. Jacob Markstrom. Jakob. Jacob, whatever you want to call it, back in, I want to say 2009, I think it was Tickers World Juniors, and Markstrom was on Sweden, he got ran into, bumped a few times, but oh my goodness, he was flailing around, we're going to have to find that video and tweet it out, it's so funny, maybe track Adam down, get him to chase that, because it's hilarious, it's just a European goaltender thing, kind of a European hockey thing, I mean, anyone who's played over there, I'm pretty sure my first game over there, first time, you know, like in an actual game, it got stopped like twice a period. Guys just laying on the ice, they're sprawling out, throwing their gear all over the place, and they're out for the power play. That's just kind of how it is. I'm not sure if it's even a soccer mentality or what, but hey, that's just the way things are over there. Getting back to the Oilers. Okay, that's a tough one against Ottawa. Let's put that in the bag. You know what? Koskinen didn't have his best game. Mike Smith probably wants a couple of those back as well. He made one incredible save, so let's cancel it out. But if you're allowing five goals against the Ottawa Senators, nonetheless, five goals against any team in the league, you shouldn't win. If you allow four, you probably shouldn't win. Maybe if you're in the East... A stupid 11 o'clock start. You might be able to get away with it. Three and under is where you want to be at. If you allow three, you're kind of happy with overtime. Less than that when you want to win hockey games. And so you got to give Ottawa a little bit of credit. Hey, they capitalized on their chances. They knew the Oilers' weaknesses, and they, they attacked in waves. They took their chances. They weren't just a run-and-gun team, going to play all loosey-goosey, let McDavid dry, settle, do whatever they want with the puck. No. They bared down. They made the most of their chances, and they scored when they could. Yeah, the Oilers didn't play great. I think Larson and Clefbaum are a minus four. But those two aren't elite defensemen. In the NHL, they're not. They're good defensemen. They're top defensemen on the Edmonton Oilers. 
But you're absolutely kidding yourself if you think that they are elite level NHL defensemen. Like, do they crack the top 20 defenders in the league? Do they crack the top 30 defenders in the league? I think you would be, I mean, you wouldn't be hard-pressed at all to find 30 better defenders than Adam Larson and Oscar Clefball. I really do. Would love to hear some takes on it, though. I'm sure Dean Millard's going to be talking about it in his show. He's always got the best Edmonton Oilers angles. you got to give him credit for that. Sports and more live. Comes to you on the 12-Ounce Sports Radio Network, 2 to 4, every day if you're out in the mountain. Standard time zone, it's 4 to 6 if you're out east. You get the primetime angles. It's the midday, 11 to 1 in the mountain center. Anytime you're looking to place bets, of course. I mean, Pop's hitting you with the best angles. Doesn't matter, hockey, football, basketball. This guy's got it all. The primetime angles radio show, 11 to 1. And of course, if you're looking to place any money, use BetMyBookie. It's mybookie.ag online. Use the promo code 12OZ Sports and you receive because they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. It's $1,000 free money. They're just going to match it. You can, I mean, carefree bets. You can put it on whoever you want. If you want to put it on the Chicago Bears, who I've bet on like four times this year, haven't won. Of course, the one time I don't, they go and trounce the Dallas Cowboys. Give me a break. What are the odds that happens, right? Dak looked horrible. I don't know. I mean, hey, it's World Hockey Report, but we are going to talk a little bit of football. The Cowboys suck. That NFC East sucks. I believe that's their division. I don't know, but they're a bad football team. The Chicago Bears, yeah, they got their rough patches, but hey, a championship's going to go back to Soldier Field. Everyone knows it. It's just a matter of time. That is the best sports city in, dare I say, the world? You got the Blackhawks. That rank is second to none. They're an NHL dynasty. I mean, championship after championship. They got some great young talent coming up to you, Doc, to bring at, Oh, my goodness, Strom. They're going to be pretty good. You got the Cubs. White Sox, who cares about them? Cubs, World Series champs a couple of years ago. The Bears will get back. They will. And dare I say the league, those Bulls, best part about them is their mascot. But hey, Chicago, best sports city in America. There you go. Nailed it down. Cody Jansen, World Hockey Report Live. Back after the break, we're going to talk some flames coming down the 12-ounce sports radio network. Back on the 12-Ounce Sports Radio Network, Cody Jansen with you. Coming to you live from the Great White North Bowl. It's cold outside. A lot of snow, a lot of frost. It's supposed to feel like minus 30 this weekend. No thanks. Not a big fan of that. Would much rather be in Scottsdale, especially watching Phoenix Coyote highlights right now. Hey, show's brought to you. I bet my bookie. If you're looking to place bets, go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code 12OZ Sports. And they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. That's mybookie, 
.ag promo code 12ozsports. They are going to match that up to $1,000 free money to play with. Let's talk Calgary Flames for a while. Catch a game last night. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you're up in Edmonton, you probably didn't down in the States. I don't know. Maybe if you're a Sabres fan, kind of a late one for you. Couple of firsts. Couple of firsts. Milan Lucic finds the back of the net. Oh, boy. That's going to leave a bitter taste in the mouth of some of those Edmonton fans. Toby Reeder as well. He scored. I believe it was a shorty in the second period. Why don't the Oilers get that offense out of them? Nah, it all good. I mean, the Sabres, they're on a long road trip here. And for the Flames, they need to start picking up wins because that Pacific is so close. It almost feels like every team's in it. Vancouver's a competitive team. How often does that happen? You know, it's, it's just weird to see so many teams being competitive in the standings, especially the Pacific when you think like, oh man, you know, Flames are going to run away with it. Vegas is going to run away with it. The LA Kings are eight points behind the Flames and they got a game in hand. So six points if they win the next one. From the top of the standings, I mean, barring they win their 30th game, I don't even know who it's against. They would only be 12 points out of first in the Pacific Division, who's led by the Arizona Coyotes. The Yotes are buzzing. They're playing great. Their style of play works for them. Camper's been unreal. Ranta's been, I mean... Stellar as well when called upon. I do think the leadership from Phil Kessel is obviously helping out. They got some good young pieces. And all in all, Arizona's not a joke. That's a team you probably don't want to face in playoffs. Looks like no Adam today. Breaking news on the show. Adam Bale. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. We'll talk World Juniors with him. Hopefully on Monday. We'll get him back. Going to connect with Matt Neefan as well. I mean, those sense. We got to talk about him with him. He's been pumping up DeMello's tires, Pajot, Shabbat. And, I mean, 38-year-old Craig Anderson can still play? Who would have thought that? Someone was saying that he's over a 9-10 on Ottawa. And this team's been rebuilding for how long? I mean, they've been a dumpster fire. They can't keep players internal fighting. I mean, coaches allegedly being creeps. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but uh, too late now. You know, that's an organization with a lot of problems. And for a guy like Craig Anderson to just stick it out, grind it out, and play as well as him, it's unreal. He battles. That's probably one of my favorite parts. I was talking to someone there Wednesday night. You know, how, how is Craig Anderson able to shut down a team like the Edmonton Oilers? And sure, I mean, if you're an Edmonton fan or an Edmonton media member, you're going to be like, oh, the Oilers hit so many posts. That doesn't matter at all. I mean, that that's a part of hockey. That's basically a wide shot. You just hit a piece of metal instead of the boards. 
yeah, I'm sure you, you beat him. Congrats. Does not count for anything. Anderson's been good. And I would say his best factor is he battles. He just battles in front. He's swinging his stick. He's clearing bodies. He's not afraid to move around. Kicks those feet out. He's like a bigger, you know, like a prolonged Tim Thomas almost. He's got a, a big frame. He's positionally good. But even when he does get out of position sometimes, he's able to get back because he's willing to go. I mean, he goes balls to the wall. He works his ass off. Whatever cliche you want to use, Craig Anderson does that. Now, I know we were talking about the Flames. Lucic scores. Reader scores. Now, clearly, Milan Lucic is a lot more valuable than a guy like Toby Reader. Say what you want about his contract. That's not even... You know, relevant to this discussion. But he has brought something to the Calgary Flames that James Neal didn't have last year. James Neal was never going to be a 20-goal scorer on the Calgary Flames. Maybe now that Bill Peters is gone. But with the way Elias Lindholm shook out, why would you want to switch them up? Hey, Lindholm's got like 20% of the team's goals. He's done his job. He's turned into the player that, you know what, they thought he was going to be. Perfect. James Neal just didn't fit in to that Calgary roster. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of guys who are actually happy for his success at Edmonton. It's good. It's good to see, you know, he's a superstar in the NHL. Back-to-back Stanley Cup appearances, you know, 30-goal seasons like nothing. That is an elite-level NHL score. Bill Peters just didn't put him in that role, and he didn't have the players to play with in Calgary. So for Lucic, yeah, he can kind of provide a different dynamic, and they stick him with Johnny Gaudreau yesterday, who got a demotion down to the third line. Worked out. Kind of freed up a little bit of space for Gaudreau. I know Buffalo's on an overly physical team, But it did look like he had a little bit more space and time. You do have to agree with that. If you didn't see the game, would recommend watching the highlights. There was there's some good things. The Flames were playing in transition, which when they're successful, they do that. Yeah, they gave up a couple, you know, in the third. Better than them having to come back in the third period. Because that's what they relied upon all last season. And when you're doing that. You can totally see why they weren't successful in playoffs. Good teams don't have to come back in the third period. I don't even know what it was. It was probably 15, 20 times. It was crazy. It just... Good teams don't have to do that. The Calgary Flames, they're on that cusp. They are right there. I do think they need a few more pieces. They need either Riddick to to really step it up and become that starting goaltender that they want of them? Orchard Living's got to do something. Because with this current roster, you're looking at first round, maybe a second round exit, if you're lucky. When we come back, there's some hot teams in the NHL. I already said it before. you got the Caps, you've got the Avs, and there's a third team on a five-game winning streak. If you don't tweet it out, 
at World Hockey RPT2. Thanks, Twitter. You shut it down, jerks. So we got a new one. Go follow us, of course. If you're not, we appreciate it. Probably chuck you a follow back unless you're an absolute clown. And if you're not, just shoot us a DM. Well, we're nice guys. We're nice guys. It's World Hockey Report coming on the 12-Ounce Sports Network back after the break. There it is. Milan Lucic, the goal scorer. It's World Hockey Report live coming on this Friday on the 12-Ounce Sports Radio Network, December 6th. So don't forget to grab that chocolate on your advent calendar. Do people still do that? I do. 100% I do. I got an NHL vintage one sitting right over there. Of course. Come on. It's one of the best parts about December. Doesn't matter if you're a kid or not. It's World Hockey Report. Show brought to you by SeatGiant.ca. When you're looking to buy tickets, the one place you got to think about. SeatGiant.ca. It's better than any of those traditional ticket buying websites, apps. Why? Lower fees, better prices, straight up. They're not going to you know, screw you over with that stupid conversion currency. You don't want to be paying U.S. dollars if you're in Canada. Simple as that. What don't the others get? SeatGiant.ca does it right. Use promo code 120Z Sports and you'll save money on your next ticket buying purchase through SeatGiant.ca. It's promo code 120Z Sports. Alrighty, there is some teams on fire. And it starts with the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, they had a close one with Montreal, but Caden Primo got his first NHL start. He allowed three. The Habs lose 3-2 against Colorado. That Fransu, Francouz, that's what it looks like. I think it's Fransu, pronounced properly. He's filling in decent. But the Avs, five straight for them. They're starting to roll. And, you know, that's a banged-up hockey club. So how they're at the top of the or Central, pardon me, not Pacific, is impressive. Because that Central has been a wagon for the past few years. And the Colorado Avalanche are legit. They added depth up front in country. They knew their defense are studs. Even that Zadorov, I mean, he's proving to be, he's a prick on the ice. He has to be one of the toughest NHL defenders to play against. Just the way he plays. But boy, does he gel in well with that team. And then you've got Kale McCarr, of course. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, what, over point per game rookie defenseman? Put him in the Norris race, people. Kid's unreal. Grubauer, when tested, well... He outplayed Mike Smith last year. The Avs, they got by him. It's a legit hockey team there in Colorado. Good to see. Good to see. Because is it still the Pepsi Center? I don't even remember what the rink is now. Whatever in Denver. The Loud House, as the Colorado Mammoth would call it. It's awesome. It's awesome. When that place gets bumping, there is nothing like it. Adam's not joining us today. We are going to bring him on, hopefully Monday. We'll talk some World Juniors. Not a big deal. But other teams that are flying high. The Washington Capitals, five in a row for them. And if you haven't figured it out by now, the Minnesota Wild. Five straight wins. 
for the Minnesota Wild. How does that even happen? That is one of the most mediocre hockey teams. Everyone's saying they need change. You know, they're not exciting. They're doing this and that. Well, they just stuck it to everyone. And now they're on a heater. The Minnesota Wild are on a heater. That seems crazy to say. I think they got today off on Saturday. They got Carolina. Another winnable game. The Canes, you know, I'm sure they got their win, storm surge, whatever, they're at home. But it's a winnable game for Minnesota. There's a couple of big ones coming up tomorrow as well. I'm not going to give my picks yet, but that Leafs-Blues game could be an absolute dandy. There's definitely games in here where if you don't take the over, this might be it might even be some of those where you take the super over. The the 8.5, the over 9 goals. Then a few times it pays out. I mean, it's usually 5 to 1. So if there's a game you're like this is definitely a 5-4, 6-4 hockey game, just an absolute onslaught 7-2. There could be some good ones there. I'm looking at Sharks Lightning. That just screams goals galore. Penn's Red Wings. Another good chance. You got Abs and Bruins. I know that those teams have good goaltenders, but there is going to be goals in that hockey game. And then you've got the Blue Jackets and Panthers. The over on that one's probably... I mean, they might as well just start it at 7 or 8. There's no chance there's not a bazillion goals in that game. They just can't keep the puck out. Bobrovsky, I get it. He's a $10 million goaltender. He comes live in playoffs. He's been atrocious in the regular season. How many games have the Florida Panthers played where it's gone over eight or nine goals? Would love to know the stats. Because it's got to be probably five, probably more. 25% of their games, I would say, have just been wild shootouts. They've got the offense to do it. If they ever figure out their goaltending in D-zone, that's a team you do not want to face. The Caps are rolling as well. Where I talked about them. Taking a look at some of tonight's games, well, they're in Anaheim to face the Ducks. Now they're winnable. Call it six straight for Washington. Probably take them on the money line. Oilers and Kings is an interesting one. As we talked about, the Oil have kind of laid an egg, dropped the ball a lot when it comes to playing those bottom feeder teams. A lot of it, you can say, comes down to goaltending. I don't know if that's so much the case. You know, goaltending's obviously massive. Obviously, I mean, you can't have Smith and Koskinen letting in brutal goals. But you need your top players to be your top players. And even more so... When you have a roster like the Edmonton Oilers. If McDavid and Dreisaitl don't lead the way that team doesn't win. And they're pretty soft in general. You got the Yotes and Pens tonight as well. Canadians, Rangers, Blackhawks, Devils. Some interesting ones. That Blackhawks, Devils, I'm looking at that as an over. I don't think you get Pete's power plays today on the 12-ounce sports radio schedule. But if you do, that's the one. Man, this guy's up like 70, 80 units. 
this season already. Betting NHL. Wild. Wild times. Pete's Power Plays. Power Plays, Power Picks. Oh boy, I'm probably butchering this one live on air. Sorry, Jeff. Don't fire me. He gets primetime angles, of course. Maybe he's got some hockey plays for you up his sleeve today. He's always got something going on. It's primetime angles, 11 to 1, Mountain Standard Time. Following that, 2 to 4, Sports and More Live with Dean Millard, the best sports radio host in Edmonton. I'll guarantee that. I'll put his guest list up with anyone. And his radio hosting skills, it's not even comparable. Listen to one show, then go back to Edmonton Radio, and I would love to hear your opinion. Because there's no way you're not switching. 12-ounce sports. It's the way to go. Back after the break, we're going to wrap this one up. It's World Hockey Report Live. Come to you on the 12-ounce sports radio network. Surprise guest to finish off the show. I knew there was going to be time we're going to get him back on. Eventually, we're going to get you and Biebs on. It's Curtis Whitney. Say what's up. The, the former captain of the Cold Lake Ice. Hey, Shanner, always honored to be on. Honored as always. Kids in school right now, so we dragged him out. Wait, give me your quick thoughts. I mean, you're not a Flames guy, but uh, the Oilers aren't looking too hot right now. Who do you think is going to finish ahead in the standings? Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, Oilers are missing two key guys with Nuge and Cassie, you know, but uh, they've looked like a bit of a dumpster fire the last three games, and Flames actually turned one around last night. Oh, that's tough to say. I still want to pull for the Oilers. I got to pull for the Edmonton. That's NHL analysis right there from Curtis Whitney. Now, for those of you who don't know, I mean, listen to the old podcast. We had some funny stories, but uh, Wits definitely, I mean, lived it up in juniors a little bit. Do you have any funny stories? And, and I mean, one thing I was thinking back to is that year where we uh, we, we won league and uh, the, the provincials. Do you remember that? I think it was in Stony Plain or something. Any, any funny stories that you remember from that particularly? Well, we went into Stony, scored about two goals in 50 seconds, and uh, followed up the rest of that game losing 10-2, so that was pretty impressive there. Went on to not get a W, get eliminated early, and then uh, take a limo to the ranch, which was a pretty big highlight of that weekend, I would say. Do you remember... I, I mean, are we going to call him a coach? One of our coaches got arrested that weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah. let, I'll let you tell the story. You might have it better than me. Well, I don't know. I wasn't there, but uh, he goes out with the coaches or whatever, uh, gets into a fight. He's off to the side, and he goes and boots the guy in the head. Just total sucker, comes in, almost knocks the guy out, just a big boot. Uh gets charged for assault. I don't know what uh, what went on from there, but yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Coaches get out and get more trouble than the kids. Then he showed up the next morning as we're loading the bus to go back home. And he showed up out of like a cop car. or like a, It might have been a cat. No, I think it was a cop car. I swear he got dropped off. Like right out front as we're loading up the bus. Or maybe I'm mixing the, the taxi one up with, uh, with Wickster. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so that was absolutely hilarious. So we're all uh, limos there to set us up, pick us up at uh, maybe 2.30 a.m., 2 o'clock from the, 
from the ranch. Whole team goes out, awesome times. Uh, <laughs> we're on the way home. We're like on the white mud or whatever. We're heading back to Stony Plain. We look out the window and fucking Wick was in a cab beside us. And I don't know what happened from the time we seen him to the time he got back, but apparently he actually got out and fought the cab driver. I guess he had left like an hour before all of us, and the cab was just taking him for a ride around the city, and he ends up getting out and fighting the cab driver. Did he say, like, it was like a it was like a $100 bill or something that he wanted him to pay, and he didn't have his wallet on him, or he didn't have enough cash? So they, I think they just oh. got out, like, squared up or something. I don't even know. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's why. on a ride around the city. Wick's got no money. I don't even know if he worked. And then, yeah, squared up with him. <laughs> Started wow. teeing off on the cab driver. Wild. Okay, I got one more for you that we got to bring up. Our, our, I think it's, yeah, same year, obviously. We bring in Paul Desjardins. What is Desjardins, right? I think that was the coach's yeah. name. You know, AHL, NHL, whatever coach. How bad were those practices? Yeah, those are absolute dumpster fire. I mean, you'd go out and do five on O's for about 45 minutes. And then you would uh, do a shootout and call it a day. <laughs> Couldn't even work on those backhand toe tricks. I just remember the five on O's and it was just constant and it was the biggest joke. Like, there, it was wild to think that you could have a professional hockey player coach bring that to a junior team and think that's uh, development by any means. But I thought that was funny. Do you have any uh, any funny stories of uh, other guys maybe that you wanted to tell? Other guys uh, in junior or wherever? Yeah, junior wherever. That's, I mean, oh, actually, you know, I, I've got a good one. There's a lot of people talking about rookie parties and stuff. Um, were, were you a part of it in Kindo or no? No, I missed the rookie party in Kindersley. I missed it in Sycamus as well. My first rookie party was actually in Cold Lake and I was treated as a rookie. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's we, yeah, we were at this. Yeah. We were, we were the same boat there too. It was my third year. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. We were, we were all treated the same. Actually, I got out of a few of them. I was lucky enough. I probably complained enough. I was like, you know, I'm not having forties taped to my hands or whatever, but there's a lot of funny ones. I heard Kindo had some funny stuff. I mean, this is this is old. Like this is probably like ten plus years ago, and I know that the game's changed. But like on one of their road trips, I'm pretty sure it was Kindersley. Maybe don't don't uh, fact check. But like they made their rookies like run naked around the hotel. I'm not sure if you can confirm that or not. But that was no. I got no confirmation on my end for there. But I mean, rookie hazing. I mean, it gets pretty. Pretty intense sometimes, right? They got some pretty hilarious stories. Game games changing a little bit. Hey, your boy Sam Gagne though. That's that's probably one of the guys that you'd always like watch and talk about. You're enjoying yes. watching him in Edmonton now. Eh? He's starting to play good. Like you know, he's at, he's a capable NHLer. I think you just got to put him in the right role. Like he's not third, fourth line grinder. Yeah. So they see they got him like on. You know, they're mixing him up in the top six now playing with mcdavid a little bit there and he's getting he's chipping in on the points he's like half a point per game right now which isn't too bad he was set down but he's back up and he's doing pretty good now there but yeah gagne a favorite man like when he broke into the league at 18 man that was like when i was just lo- you know loving that shootout goal and i've basically been copying it ever since 
There you go, backhand toe drag. I'm pretty sure he might have copied you. Can't can't confirm that, but hey, Wits, appreciate you coming on the pod as always. It's World Hockey Report. We got to wrap this one up live. Hopefully, everyone's supporting the guest seat giant bet my bookie, mybookie.ag. Place those bets. Use the promo code one two oz sports. That's it. We're back on Monday.